wrong the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts shelby and matt and it's emmy season it's emmy season it's been emmy season for a while actually but we somehow or yeah. another have not really talked about them i know I, I i was trying to figure out what made us miss the nominations maybe we mentioned them in a pop culture round at some point um but yeah you're gonna be out of town doing some work trip i guess are you going somewhere cool i don't know i'll be at the toronto international <laughs> film festival or tiff for those yes. of you in the know although i will say like so this is my second film festival that i've attended the first one that i went to is tribeca which is a little bit smaller and you know, in my home turf here in New York. And so I basically got to do everything that I wanted to do. I had no trouble seeing movies. I had, you know, I got to go to all of the different sort of screenings and parties and and a little bit of everything. Um, TIFF is the biggest film festival um, in size, but also, you know, it's it's the sort of the kickoff to the fall festival um, or the fall award season. It's, it's, even though Telluride and Venice are both earlier festivals, sort of, you know, they just happened or are in the process of happening now because they're a little bit harder to get to. Um, they're, they're not as big. And this has already revealed itself to be sort of nightmarish and me trying to get tickets to things <laughs> and to figure out what screenings I'm going to go to. And I just know that there are going to be a couple of big movies that I just can't figure out how to either get into or fit into the schedule. And I'm upset already. But Yeah, that's rough. I know. That, that would be problems. the disappointing part. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're not going to be able to sit in on Taylor Swift's All Too Well uh, special conversation. Well, that I saw people online complaining about, like, that tickets weren't, like, tickets weren't even really available to the public for that. Like, like they were sold out before they even went on sale because so many, you know, different industry people and whatever had got tickets to it. But the the thing is there's like press and industry screenings for all of the movies, which are a first come first serve basis. And those are in the mornings. So it's like, I'll get to go to whichever of those I want. I'll just, a lot of them are at the same time as one another. So you have to decide like, okay, am I going to go see Viola Davis in the woman King? Or am I going to go see Brendan Fraser in the whale? Like those two are up against each other in the press and industry screening. And then whichever one you don't see, you have to try to get tickets to an actual right. screening of, but sometimes those are like hard to get, or they're at the times of other things. Um, and so I think I'm going to have to spend the, this week sort of like emailing a bunch of these PR people and trying to uh, get them to give me their like press tickets rather <laughs> than try to get them through the normal route. So I'll see oh, lots good of good luck. things. And that'll yeah. mean if I don't see big things, that means that I'll get to see some smaller stuff, which will be fun as well. But yeah, I'm like, huh, I don't understand why with this limited seating and thousands of people there that you don't want me in <laughs> all of the screenings that I want to go to. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, don't they want to be part of a roundup on BuzzFeed of exactly. like the 
40 must-see indie films you'll never have access to. Yeah, shocking that the BuzzFeed <laughs> audience is not necessarily the audience that some of these movies are looking for. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we have been able to watch almost everything with the Emmys, I think. You had quite a homework list last time we talked, so yes. I'm wondering if you got through it all. No, barely any of it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I feel like I just I end up watching less and less TV and – like, yeah. I love watching movies. I've, I watch so many movies. The TV, especially if it's either A, long episodes, or B, long seasons, it's just such a time commitment. And I feel like I really have to sort of pick and choose what I want to watch. And some of these shows I just have not gotten to in the way that <laughs> I have gotten to others. So Okay, well, uh, this will be a short episode, I guess. I mean, uh... did you watch them all? I've seen a large majority of this, yes. I mean, but, I think I think I've seen. I don't know if I. I feel like I've seen <laughs> most of these. Maybe oh, okay, not, okay. Maybe most isn't correct, but most is a strong word. Most is a strong. I've seen a lot, and I feel like I've seen most. I feel of like the I could go through these hitters. comedies, and you haven't seen most of them. And honestly, the dramas too. Like, what have you seen? Abbott Elementary. Have you seen I, okay, Barry? Okay. Have you seen for, okay. the Curb Your Enthusiasm? For, for Marvelous Miss Basil? Only Murders in the Building? What We Do in the Shadows? Have you kept on up on that? For I've seen all of Abbott Elementary. I've seen all of Hacks. I've seen all of What We Do in the Shadows. I've seen all of okay. Ted Lasso. Okay. I have not watched the new season of Barry, but I have watched the old seasons of Barry. Okay, okay, okay. I was never going to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because there's 45 <laughs> seasons of that. We've, we've been over Marvelous <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. So really the only yeah. thing that I haven't seen okay. that I want to see in the comedy category is only murders in a building, which I okay, do okay. need to watch. It's on my list, yeah. but okay. I haven't gotten to it. Okay. And then in the drama, we have Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. So maybe you're okay there. Yeah. Well, because Ozark and Better Call Saul, I feel like are in the same category. You've given up. Yeah. For, <laughs> yes. We're never getting to those. I've watched <laughs> Euphoria. I watched Stranger Things. I watched Succession. I watched Yellow Jackets. I haven't. I've seen some of Severance. I haven't watched any of Squid Game. Okay. Which I oh, should watch because yeah, that's a happy Squid Game. And then the limited yeah. series. This is just a shit show. So. Oh. I've only watched White Lotus, but I think that's just because the rest of these I've heard are bad, except for no, Dope no, Sick, Dope Sick is watch. great. Yes, Dope Sick that. is that's, great. Honestly, the things that I need to watch like is Only Murderers, Squid Games, and Dope Sick. Yeah, that's why. And you know watch. what? I will say the dropout was surprisingly good. I I think. I think by the end of it, I was convinced that Amanda Seyfried actually did a good job. I heard she's bad. great. And yeah. that, like her performance is really, really good. Yeah. The show as a whole is just like a little bit long. And also yeah. there was a ton <laughs> of those sort of like tech startup scammer shows that all came yes. out at once. Yeah. And yeah. I watched We Crashed instead. Which <laughs> wasn't good. Uh, and didn't get a nod here. Sorry. But maybe it's for time. next year. I don't know. No, it's for this year. It didn't get oh, nominated. Okay. Sad. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like generally – I wasn't mad about a lot here, um, except for some of the weird like things they shoved in there. I feel like certain actors could have gotten more attention. Um, I am curious how this will go, though, because you have kind of these like new darlings that people like awarding, but you also have the 
the tried and true that have proven to continue to win awards. So I'm I'm not confident I know how it's going to go. Well, it's in, this is an interesting award season for the Emmys because this is like the this is sort of like the come the post COVID comeback. Emmys, yeah, where last year's Emmys, a lot of the big heavy hitters weren't eligible because they didn't have seasons that came out during the pandemic, and so last year's nominees were largely new things. They weren't competing against a lot of old shows, um, and so you know, a whole new crop of people started getting attention. So this year you have a lot of last year's winners who are coming back sort of as the reigning favorites, if you will. Yeah. But they're up against shows that were big pre pandemic that have now finally come out with a new season. And it was interesting just in the nominations itself of some of those like returning shows didn't really get the steam that you would have thought they did yeah atlanta did really really well its first two seasons at the emmys this season it got very few nominations i think sort of just because it was um it was lost in the shuffle another thing that's really interesting about this year's emmy nominations is that lots and lots and lots of shows took the strategy of we're gonna come out right at the end of voting in march april may of this of this year and that's how we're going to get these nominations by being fresh in people's minds and I think that strategy backfired in almost every case and those shows that came out later did not get as many nominations as stuff that came out earlier this year or even last year which had a lot more air um, and, and less competition when they came out and more time for people to watch. I feel like the takeaway is in the era where there's so much TV, sometimes it takes a little while for the audience to get to things. And so you have to give them that time. If you don't, they're not going to get, people just aren't going to watch it and it's not going to get nominated. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So how do you want to do this? Are we, are we making predictions live on air? I'm down to make predictions live on air. I think I can do that. I'm bad at it. I'm so bad at making predictions. I mean, the problem is you like study it and you're like theorizing. You're like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm just like, oh, I'd love for this to win. Yeah, but I feel less confident this year than I normally do. I think I've been keeping track of the Emmy race not as closely. And there's a lot of stuff in here that I kind of haven't seen or that's not like easy to predict, I don't think. So, or where there's like more than one solid option really i feel like there's only a couple of categories where i'm like obviously the winner is going to be x yeah um another thing to, to say before we get started the creative arts emmys happened oh yeah uh this weekend and so we do have some information from that going into the actual <sighs> oh, okay emmys. yeah no catch me up on that because i missed that so all Emmys are the same, Creative Emmy, Arts Emmys, and the Primetime Emmys, like, they're all worth the same amount, you know, they're all an Emmy, but because the Emmys have so many categories, they split them up, where sort of the, the bigger high-profile categories um, go on the Primetime Emmys, and the Creative Arts Emmys get, um, you know, a lot of, like, casting, set design, um, guest stars, TV movie, you know, some of the right. slightly more obscure categories. But a lot of the voters, especially in the overall categories, come from these branches that are nominating awards in the craft categories. So if something's winning a lot of 
Emmys at the Creative Arts Emmys, then that sort of says that it has a lot of um, fans who would potentially vote for it in the regular Emmys as well. So you can tell a little bit about what happens there. Um, And it was interesting because the two shows that got the most nominations at the Creative Arts Emmys were Euphoria and Succession. Euphoria went home with five Creative Art Emmys and Succession only got one. Um, And similarly, Ted Lasso had 10 nominations and didn't win a single Creative Arts Emmy, where things like Hacks and Only Murders in the Building, um, Barry, White Lotus, Stranger Things got more. So I, I feel like sort of the prevailing wisdom here would be that Succession and Ted Lasso, which both kind of swept last year, would be coming into this year looking really strong. But at the Creative Arts Emmys, they did not win a lot of stuff. So uh, granted, neither of those shows are necessarily like big um, production value shows, but it is interesting to see that and to kind of think like, huh, maybe maybe this equilibrium is thrown off a little bit. Yeah. Well, I did kind of feel like Succession was on the outs because it feels like so long since that show aired. I feel like – I know I didn't watch it, but it feels like an eon ago, you know? But I and I feel most like – Most of these feel old with the exception of Severance and Stranger Things. Oh, and Abbott Elementary and – Oh, I, I guess mean in only the drama murders. category. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I just feel like – yeah, maybe it's just my own bias. But similar to um, Ted Lasso, I think Ted Lasso had the problem of it won all these awards right as season two was coming out, yes. didn't it? And so yes. season two was almost buried by the hype and then didn't live up to it for some people. And so I feel like there's not really the same buzz for it because it just had this huge premiere. Um, and so I would be surprised if it, if it got anything. So do you want to, do you want to do comedies first then? And we'll go through those. Sure. Let's do it. Um, okay. You want to start overall? Uh, yeah. And then we'll go into the acting categories. I think this one's easy. I think it's definitely going to be Abbott elementary. I think they're thirsty for a like new network darling, like modern family. Yeah. I can definitely see that because like, really, Abbott Elementary is the only network show that's broken out, like, since probably Blackish and yeah. um, This Is Us. And those were, like, years and years ago. Yeah. So I could see that. I think, though, that it's it's hard to compare, like, that to Barry and Hacks, which I feel like are both much, like, more um, art artistic kind of comedy you know that's sort of like yeah the, are they even comedies at certain points that were dramatic <laughs> yeah. um and both of those got a lot of nominations got more nominations than abbott elementary did i wonder if they if they're not if they wouldn't go in that kind of direction but also i feel like for as good as i haven't watched the new season of barry but i feel like i've heard it's great but i also haven't heard a ton about it where i feel like every yeah. single person i know has watched Ab- abbott elementary yes. Um, I honestly think this is a really hard category to predict because then you also have Ted Lasso last year's winner, which I think, which got a lot of nominations this year, especially in the acting categories. And I think could pull off a win. You also have 
Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel, which I don't think will win, but it was a previous winner. Yeah. And then Only Murders in the Building, I think, has a lot of goodwill similar to oh, Abbott yeah. Elementary in some ways. And I, again, don't think that it will win, but I feel like really the only things you could count out are Curb Your Enthusiasm and What We Do in the Shadows. I feel like yeah. any of the other shows here could potentially win. I think I'm going to go with Barry to go again, to pick something. <laughs> this show is the season you haven't even watched. Yes. I watched Barry. I think, I mean, I think Barry's a stretch. Has Barry won uh, best overall in its three years? I I don't think so, but it, but Bill Hader won. Yeah. That's why I think times. Abbott is going to get overall and they're going to honor the actors in these more serious categories, like I in the that's actor true. categories. I don't know. I think Abbott will get overall because they like wanna they wanna be in, right? Like they wanna be in on the convo. They're like catching up to the cool kids at the cafeteria and being like, Oh yeah, I watched that too. So you think so you want us both to pick Abbott Elementary? (laughs) I'm convincing you to decide. Put put me down for Abbott Elementary for this one. Okay, okay. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. Uh lead actor in a comedy. We have Donald Glover from Atlanta, Bill Hader from Barry, Nicholas Holt from The Great. Both Steve Martin and Martin Short from Only Murders, and then Jason Sudeikis from Ted Lasso. I think this is obviously Bill Hader. Oh, okay. That's yeah, because has he won? He's yes. won the last couple, yes. right? I yeah. just I feel like the Donald Glover's not going to win. Nicholas yeah. Holt's not going to win. I think the Martin Short, Steve Martin, it they cancel each other out. So I really think it's either Bill Hader or Jason Sudeikis, and I think that we gave Jason Sudeikis the win last year and he's great in this but he just has to do so much less than Bill Hader does well I mean again I haven't seen the <laughs> series but yeah I mean but this season. season to be fair of Ted Lasso is a more nuanced approach to the character Ted Lasso so yes I think he is doing more there, but I also feel like the nostalgia factor of seeing Steve Martin and Martin Short act again can't be ignored. The problem is who gets the majority votes. Yeah, that's the thing I don't know. I feel like I feel like it'll go to Martin Short. Okay, I mean, I would love to see it. I love Martin Short. Yeah. So you think Bill and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Martin Short. I really loved him in it. I thought he had fun, and it's like. Why wouldn't they like award him, you know? Yes. That's that's true. That's true. The other outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, I think this is also a really easy category. Well, I thought lead actor. I think this will be Jean Smart for Hacks. Ugh, she won before. Serious. She's really good in it. And the rest of the like the other people are Rachel Brosnahan from Mrs. Maisel, which I think we've sort of like is past its prime. Yeah, I think if Kaylee Cuoco was going to win for Flight Attendant, she would have won last year, which was better. Oh yeah, Elle Fanning's up for The Great, which I I'm it's surprised great. she even got nominated. The <laughs> Ray's here for Insecure, but she has never she's like, been snubbed. We yeah, just she's been snubbed moment. a million times. And then Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, but I think that if they're going to give her something they would either give her like one of the writing i think awards yeah at, rather than i guess acting. that's true i guess i put down quinta but i could see why that's maybe the dark horse here i i'm gonna stick with it though just because if i'm right then i'll feel proud of myself for not giving up okay. the hope okay <laughs> so gene smart safe bet 
Good for you. Who do you have for a supporting actor in a comedy? So supporting actor is obviously you split it three ways with Ted Lasso characters. Then you have Barry with both Henry Winkler and Anthony Kerrigan. Then you have Marvelous Miss Maisel, I don't care, Tyler James Williams from Abbott Elementary, and Bowen Yang for Saturday Night Live. And Bowen Yang has won the last couple times, hasn't he? Or am I, I making that up? I don't know. I no, because last year the guy from Ted Lasso won this. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Brett yeah. Brett Goldstein, Goldstein won last year. But Tony Shalhoub has also won, and so has Henry Winkler. Right. So that's where it's hard. Winners. I put and- Brett Goldstein, but I guess I'd rather Jason Sudeikis win, but he's just Brett Goldstein's so fun and likable, and he had such a great speech last year that I feel like that goodwill will carry over into this voting period. I know that I haven't seen Barry, but <laughs> isn't Anthony Kerrigan like have a really big part in this season? Who is he? Let He's me look. No Ho Hank, the bald guy. Oh, does he? Not, um, yeah, no, he up? does. He does. I yeah. feel like I've heard like really good things about him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess he shows depth. I mean, I, I would argue Henry Winkler has a more interesting arc. I love Henry Winkler. And yeah. He's- I feel like people like Anthony Kerrigan, though, for some reason. And I could sort of see him, especially if the Ted Lasso people split a bunch of votes. Yeah. But then also a lot of people like Bowen. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Bowen. Oh, okay. Okay. I've talked myself into that. I love that. Let's do it. Why not? He's having a good year. He was the best part of SNL, one of the few nominations that they got. Um, And I think that, yeah, especially if people are splitting this category and the nice thing about the snl nominees is that you don't have to have watched the entire show to have (laughs) seen their work and like them you know what i mean like there's people who are voting who have never seen ted lasso and haven't (laughs) seen a single episode where i think almost everyone voting has seen at least one i don't know i don't know and yang is in (laughs) maybe Maybe. oh okay well supporting actress then you have like three of the Ted Lasso characters, and then you have two Abbott Elementary actresses, Janelle James and Cheryl Lee Ralph, and then Marvelous is Miss Maisel, Alex Borstein, and Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, this is another big... It's a messy one, and they're not even, like, great. You know, no one rises to the top as far as performances go. I know I'm proving myself wrong in the whole, oh, they're going to give overall to Abbott and then give the other categories to other people. But I feel like Janelle James, I who who votes in the Emmys, right? Who is it? It's just the, it's not the foreign press, is it? No, the Emmys is okay, the TV okay. Academy. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to say Janelle James. I'm also going to go with Janelle James because okay, I think perfect. she's so good in Abbott Elementary. I think that, I mean, I guess the the winner of last year was Hannah Waddingham for yes. Ted Lasso. And I could see her winning again. But I think the Ted Lasso split and then the fact that it's yeah. a little bit... Um, a little less beloved. A little less beloved. It was Kate McKinnon's last season of SNL. So <sighs> there's that. But she's won so many times before. And I feel like... Abbott Elementary is coming in hot. I yeah. don't know if it's going to win Best Comedy. I think it could. Yeah. But I think that people love it. And I feel like Janelle James is the funniest, best character in the show yeah. as the principal. And I yeah. think, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think she'll win. Okay, perfect. 
Are we doing the writing and directing too? Sure. Why not? Okay. So for writing and comedy, you have two episodes from Barry, two episodes from What We Do in the Shadows, and then Abbott Elementary, Only Murders in the Building, and Ted Lasso included, which is tough. Because like the writing ones, it's like, I'm sure to your point, a lot of people voting on these don't even like pay attention to which specific episodes these are. And it feels like more of an overall award. I feel like the fact that, yeah, like definitely people don't know this somewhat. I mean, I'm looking at the list and seeing it like Steve Martin wrote the episode of Only Murders in the Building. So I could see people being oh. like, oh, I like that. But I honestly think that this is where Quinta Brunson wins her award. Yeah. She wrote the pilot for Abbott Elementary, which is the only yeah. episode of that show nominated. I think that Barry, like the voting for those two episodes cancels it it out a bit. Hacks, I think, won this award last year. But and I do love the writing in Hacks. But I, I think that this is where you give Abbott Elementary. Yeah. I would love the statistics on which if shows win for multi multi nominated episodes in these categories cuz I feel like it it just splits and then also if it doesn't like which one do they choose like in the next in the directed category you have two for only murders in the building and then Ted Lasso and the Miss Pat show and Hacks and Barry in Atlanta and it's like I don't know the difference between these two only murders in the building episodes. Like who <laughs> gets the directing? There's now? some weird rule with directing in a comedy series that I, cause I was like, what the hell is the Ms. Pat show? And then yeah. I feel like I remember that because in comedy, there's like the single camera and multi-camera oh. and in directing at least one of the episodes has to be from multi, a multi-camera sitcom. Oh. Like it's shot on a soundstage basically. And so I think that's why the Ms. Pat episode is in here. Interesting. Um, I feel like in directing, again, I haven't seen Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> but choose one. Well, but like, is that is there a lot of direction in that movie or in that show? Because I feel like Barry is like does some creative, right? Like, yeah, directing they, yeah. stuff. And I don't know about Only Murders. You know what? That's true because if it's the Barry episode, I think it is. Then that does have a pretty impressive directorial perspective um i think i'm gonna go with barry yeah that does change things for me i guess you know what i want to do barry too i that was a good episode um yeah because only only murders like i really loved the first season i think they do some interesting things with it that are really fun but i couldn't tell you like i know the boy from 6b but i don't know which one true crime is and i feel like it might be the pilot. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I feel like Barry will probably get that, honestly. Um, while we're on the comedy series, do you want to do the variety talk, whatever, whatever awards too? The couple oh. of miscellaneous <laughs> things eligible sure. here? Yeah, let's do it. So outstanding variety talk series. We have The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, John Oliver has won this like a million years in a row, so I feel like he's yeah. going to win that again. Yeah, that's what I put too. And then for Outstanding Variety Sketch Series, there's only two, <laughs> a Black Lady Sketch Show and SNL, which always wins. So I'm also going to go with SNL. I know. It doesn't deserve it, but I do feel like the voting body is pretty lazy. 
And then for whatever reason, directing of these is in the Creative Arts Emmys, but writing is not. Oh, interesting. Um, so we have writing for a variety special and the option or yeah, the, it was so strange. And the options are Ali Wong, Don Wong, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, um, Gerard Carmichael's Rathaniel special, Nicole Byers BBW special, and Norm McDonald's Nothing Special special. That's in the prime time? Yes. Oh, okay. So um I guess I'd say Rathaniel. I feel like that's the most buzzy one. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with that as well. Yeah. I guess, it was good. Yeah. And since John Oliver isn't really in that category, I feel like that <laughs> would make sense that he would win. I think we're safe. And then the last weird category, if we just want to get it out of the way, is the Outstanding Competition Program. Oh, wow. Yeah. Important stuff. Which is Amazing Race, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, Nailed It, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. RuPaul has won this like five years in a row now. Okay, that's what I put. I honestly didn't remember who won it last, but yeah, I feel good about him. that. It, this is a category that I think like only three shows have ever won. It was like The Amazing Race won in a million years. And, yeah. Like, Top Chef won it a couple of times. And then <laughs> Drag Race won it a bunch. So. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, well, now we have all that figured out. Do you want to go to Limited or Drama? Let's do uh, uh, Limited. Why not? Okay. So the Outstanding Limited or Anthology Series, <laughs> this is a rough crew, I feel like, for yeah. the main category where you have Dope Sick and The White Lotus, which have gotten great reviews. And yes. then Dropout, which was mostly an Amanda Seyfried performance, Inventing Anna, and <laughs> and Pam and Tommy. which Trash. I, yeah, which both Refuse of those got watch. terrible reviews. So, yeah. Yeah, honestly, a weird lineup. I feel like The White Lotus is going to win, but I'm going to vote for Dope Sick because... I loved it. I really want to watch Dope Sick, and I feel like that is the more artsy or like indie sort yes. of choice or whatever, like yeah. the more intellectuals choice. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go with the White Lotus because I think yeah, it it's got so nine million yeah. nominations. It's yeah. sweeping a ton of these categories, I think, and I think yeah. it'll win. Honestly, I wish Station Eleven was nominated here, but I think White Lotus will take the cake, if only for star power alone. Yeah. Um, but looking at lead actor in the limited series, um, this has a bunch of other like random things. You have Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven, Colin Firth for The Staircase, Oscar Isaac in Scenes from a Marriage, uh, Michael Keaton in Dope Sick, Sebastian Stan from Pam and Tommy, and then Hamish Patel from Station Eleven. And I think this is one where Patel will get recognized, I hope. I think. Really? I think. I feel I like think. that's sort of a shocking selection on your part granted i did not watch this wait so who are you gonna say i'm gonna say michael keaton for dope sick i think that so because all of the white lotus people are all running in the supporting category the lead categories for um limited series are kind of wide open and i think if dope sick is going or i mean if white lotus is going to sweep a bunch of these categories and you want to give dope sick something you would give it this with michael keaton i know but i feel like station 11 got a lot of praise from like the industry like the technical side like the the artists people watched that because the fact that it didn't beat out inventing anna and pam and tommy (laughs) But that controversy did make people pay attention to it. They're like, oh, it was snubbed. That was good. We should give it something. 
I, I don't al- know if it's won any of the technical stuff. I also just think like in a very, very cynical mindset <laughs> that at most of the people in this list are like very, very famous. And I know. He, while I loved yesterday, the movie, he is the least famous of these people. I know, but I love an underdog. Just let me have okay, this, okay? Okay, okay. you make your choice. Um, for lead actress, we have Tony Collette in The Staircase, Julia Garner in Inventing Anna, Lily James in Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson in Impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley in Maid, and Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. Yeah, I said Amanda. Yeah, I, as much as I would love to see my girl Tony Collette win this, um, did I you think, watch The Staircase? No. Or no, you didn't. No. It was but, pretty good. Uh, that's what I've heard. But I think that Amanda Seyfried is going to win for similar reasons as I said Michael is going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, and then you get into the supporting actor, which is, yeah, there's three White Lotus, Steve Zahn, Jake Lacey, and Murray Bartlett. And then you have Will Poulter in Dope Sick, who is good, and Seth Rogen in Pam and Tommy, and then Peter Sarsgaard in Dope Sick. And Michael Stolbarg in Dope Sick. Peter Sarsgaard in Dope Sick. Who was he? He's like a white older man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's the main bad guy. Um, That would make sense. He's usually the bad guy. He's the bad guy in... Uh, oh, no, no, no. He's the good guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, like the whatever investigator. <laughs> I think that this is a white lotus category. And I think that Brie yeah. Bartlett is going to win this. He's the he's, the manager. Yes. Okay. He's so good. Okay. Yeah. And I think that his performance, like, you could sort of like, there's definitely some logic to say like the three dope sick and the three white lotus people split, and somehow Seth Rogen wins. But I think that Murray Bartlett's performance stands out among the white lotus people. Like, I can't see you voting for Jake Lacey, the husband, over right. Snooze. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I think he wins this category. Yeah, that makes sense. I would I would accept that. And I feel uh, like he was the favorite of White Lotus generally. So yes. of course he would rise to the top. And then I think in the easiest category to predict <laughs> of the entire night, best supporting actress, we have five of the actresses from White Lotus, two for Dope Sick, and the winner will be Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. We love a comeback. We love a comeback. She won the SAG Award, I guess. Would that have been for this? She She's won awards previously. She's yeah. great. You know her speech is going to be so funny. She is a cultural icon. There's no way anyone <laughs> is voting for anybody else in the White Lotus cast over her, as much as I love Sydney Sweeney. And <laughs> yeah, it's hers. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Um, and then I guess there's... The directing and writing, which, huh, interesting, yeah. In directing, I think that this will go to Mike White for White Lotus. Um, I think just because it's such a big. Why didn't they have to choose an episode? So here's the thing. I, I I looked into this as well. It depends on if there's multiple directors or not. Oh. If it's a limited series and it's all directed by the right. same person or written by the same person, which White Lotus is, yeah. they can just submit the whole thing by one person where the rest of these shows had multiple directors and writers and so therefore had to submit individual episodes, which I think is another sort of weird reason why White Lotus will actually end up winning both of these categories. Right. 
I guess that's fair, but I'm still holding out hope for Station Eleven. I think that episode was really, really powerful. And I don't know. I just hope I hope the artistry, you know, saves it from the star power of White Lotus. I mean, I guess I could see I think that White Lotus will definitely win writing. Yeah. I could see maybe them like, yeah, giving Station Eleven um directing because it is more of a directorial feat than White yeah. Lotus is. Thank you. I'll but, put you down for White Lotus still. <laughs> but yes, I'm gonna be down for White Lotus. Um okay, and then the drama categories. Yes. So again, this is your usuals of Better Call Saul and Succession. Then you have an Ozark and then you have Euphoria, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, and Yellow Jackets. I would laugh so hard if Stranger Things won. Yeah, I think that the winner here is going to be Succession. Oh, interesting. I realize that Squid Game, you know, in some ways is making a comeback. It won some things at the SAG Awards and such earlier this year. Um, yeah. I think that if Better Call Saul and Ozark and Stranger Things have all been nominated before, they've never won in this category. I don't think this is the year for any of those. I just, yeah. I don't think they're picking up enough new viewers to yeah. snag that. I love Euphoria, but like not in a, it's not necessarily good. It's sort of campy. Yeah. Um, I think that Severance is just like a little too new and not. I like, feel like people, everyone loves Severance. People love it, but I feel like it hasn't like, I feel like it's still like a slightly indie yeah, but I, I think that's what I'm voters sure like. How, I'm not sure how many of these voters... I feel like of these things listed, Severance is the one that they're like least likely to have seen. But Succession is like old news, you know? Yeah, Honestly. <laughs> I guess. I think that in my mind, it's either Squid Game or Succession. I don't think okay. Yellow Jackets is winning either. Interesting. And I, I put down Severance and I haven't even watched it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched... I've only watched the first two episodes. It's just sort of weird, and I don't know. I mean, it's sci-fi. It's kind of hard to get into it first. But, like, people says in the great. industry love it. But also Succession got so many nominations, even though I said it didn't really win anything at the Creative yeah. Arts Emmys. I I don't know. I just – I'm going with Succession. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay, well, the lead actor, you have Jason Bateman, Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong, Adam Scott in Severance, and then Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul, which is getting a lot of love. And then Lee Jung-jae from Squid Game, who I selected. Yeah. He leads that show. And I feel like the reason that show captured so much attention and has maintained it I feel like people want to celebrate that and also, you know, uh, get props for Emmy's not so white. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I think I'm going to go with Bob Odenkirk for okay. Better Call Saul. Uh, this Has he won? Be, no, he hasn't. Okay. Yeah, and I think I this is that. the last season of this show, which obviously people really like. It, it's gotten a lot of nominations over the years, but it hasn't really won anything. Um, I think like, it has one more season that's maybe actively happening right now. Okay, I feel like yes, I've yes, seen yes, news yes, about yes, it. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. But I, I don't know. I still feel like 
this might be like his time. Yeah. Um, Brian Cox and Jason Bateman, I think, have already won in this category. Yeah. Adam Scott, I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I I think you could very well be right, but I'm gonna yeah. go with Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Well, then we have lead actress. You have Killing Eve hanging on with Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer, uh, Laura Linney for Ozark, and Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show. And then you have Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets and Zendaya for Euphoria. I feel like this is a race between Melanie Linsky and Zendaya. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon is not winning for The Morning Show. No one <laughs> liked the last season of Killing Eve. Um I don't. I think it sort of just depends on which of those shows the uh, Academy wants to like give attention yeah. to, because I don't think that Euphoria or Yellow Jackets will be winning very many awards, and yeah. so this would probably be the one that either of them would win. I mean, um, and Zendaya gives you that easy like footage of her in her addict episode. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like overall the show is a lot weaker than – I mean, that's my opinion, I guess. But I just feel like she's yeah, not she, doing a lot. But then also she won last time. I feel like that, Yeah. again, if we're looking at the uh, at the Emmy So White kind of thing, she's an easy person to win. Everybody knows she's likable. Yeah. Um. I, get, I think I'm going to go with Zendaya. Okay. Even though I want Melanie Linsky to win. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. I know you weren't a fan of the show, but I am. And so I selected her in in hopes of <laughs> I mean, getting I that. Think she's a great actor. She's been doing a lot of great work for a long time. And yeah. I'm excited to see like her get her due. Um, I, di- I did dislike the show, but not because of her <laughs> performance. Just because okay, of, okay. You know, other Perfect. Reasons. Um, okay, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. We have Nicholas Braun, Kieran Culkin, Matthew McFadden for Succession, and then John Turturro and Christopher Walken for Severance. Um, we have Oh Young Soo and Park Hai Soo for Squid Game, and then Billy Crudup for The Morning Show for some strange <laughs> reason. Um, yeah. This feels to me like it will go to... One of the succession people, but then I don't oh, know which one, and I worry that they split the vote. So then, yeah, I don't. I guess I don't know who's perform. I don't know the Squid Game or Severance performances enough to know if either of them were, or which ones were like strong or breakouts. Do you I have don't, any idea? I don't think. I mean, I could see Oh Oh Young Soo winning. Uh, Park Hae Soo's character is kind of the more forgettable one. He is present in a lot of it, but he's not like talking a lot or doing a lot because he's like undercover. Um, whereas the emotional clincher is Oh Young Soo. Um, so I could see him getting it, but I'm drawn to this like Christopher Walken, like old Hollywood, you know, vibe. I, I don't know. I feel like it's like in a popularity contest, people will just be like, oh yeah, Christopher Walken, let's do it. Like, let's see him there. I don't know. Well, especially if, especially if the succession people split. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I don't think that Nicholas Braun had that good of a season this year. So I don't think that people would be voting for him. Yeah. But Kieran Culkin and Matthew McFadden were both good. I also don't know who John Turturro is because I didn't watch the show. I don't know how 
in it he is, I mean. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, I think I'm going to go with Kieran Culkin. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just for kicks and giggles, but honestly, <laughs> this is a category that could be anybody. Yeah, I don't feel confident about it. Um, supporting actress uh, you have is all over the place. You have Sydney Sweeney for Euphoria, her second nomination of the night. Uh, Sarah Snook and Jay Smith Cameron in Succession, Patricia Arquette in Severance, Julia Garner from Ozark, and then uh, Re- Rhea Seahorn for Better Car Saul, Christina Ritchie for Yellow Jackets, and Jung Ho Yun for Squid Game who's really good. And it was her first like role as an actor. And then on top of it, she won the SAG, I think, and, and charmed everyone. Um, so I chose her, even though I also think Christina Ritchie has had a good campaign, uh, around this her is a, performance. This is a tough category. Cause I have also heard a lot of good things about Rhea Seahorn in this season of better call Saul. I think Sarah Snook is great in succession, but she didn't win last time, I don't think. And that's, uh, I feel like a reason to think that she probably wouldn't win again. I, Julia Garner has won this award, I think, twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, I am I have not really been going with what I want to happen, but I love Sydney Sweeney. I think she's had a great <laughs> breakout year. She was given shit to work with in Euphoria, but I feel like was so... <laughs> memorable and fun and like is the breakout star in my mind like of the year and I think it would be so cool for them to give her an award they gave one to Zendaya so I don't think it's completely right out of the question especially with so much different stuff going on here and no real front runner um she is the the most memeable face of the year probably so I'm gonna go with Sydney Sweeney wow I I love your enthusiasm you don't always go with your heart, but I'm, I'm glad you're following it there. Yeah, I mean, I love – also, I think the fact that she got the nomination also for White Lotus but isn't going to win that, like, there's sort of double goodwill yeah. for her floating yeah. around. I can um, see that. She's in, yeah, like two of the biggest shows of the year. Um, yeah. Hmm. And she's young. Yes. They love Okay. Her. Directing. Okay. We have three yeah, succession directing. episodes, <laughs> one Yellow Jacket, one Squid Game, one Severance, and one Ozark. I'm going to guess Severance just because it feels artsy. Yeah. But I it's... guess I could see Squid Game because that was such a splashy first, like, uh, splashy episode. Like, that's the big one. Um, This is also, like, a very solid group of actual directors because like Kathy Yan, Lorraine Scafaria and Karen Kasama are all like actual great like female film like movie directors yeah and then you have Ben Stiller and Jason Bateman also in the lineup here so okay I'm um, gonna say Severance that was directed by Ben Stiller yes yeah I'm gonna say Severance and his last show I think the one about the prison got some Emmys um, I think I am going to go with the succession finale, All the Bells Say. Okay. Good for Just you. Just because it's succession. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then writing, you have Better Call Saul, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Succession, and then two options for Yellow Jackets. Um which is interesting. Yeah, F sharp. I'm guessing F-sharp? that must be the 
finale or where she dies. Let me look it up. Uh, wait, you know what? Maybe, okay, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say that Succession wins this writing award, and I'm going to also go with Severance on the directing with Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. So you're doing Severance on directing, and then you're doing Succession on writing. Yeah, because it's I the writing is definitely stronger in the Succession finale than the directing. It's also the only Succession nominee here, so I think that it doesn't split the vote. And I don't know that the rest of these shows are like have really solid like writing in them. I think if Yellow Jackets right. was like going to win, they would have only had like the fact that they have two nominations. Yeah, speaks to me. That it's they're gonna the, split the and, vote. And what's interesting is F Sharp is the second episode. So oh, interesting. Strange. I can't I'm even remember what happened in that one. Um, I guess it's just showing the. But yeah, I mean, even it's still, I don't crash. necessarily think of Yellow Jackets as like really snappy dialogue necessarily. Yeah. I mean, the Christina Ricci character maybe, but the rest of them not really. That's fair. Well, now I don't know what to do because I had said Yellow Jackets. Severance is really Severance like, is well so dull. done, but yeah. I don't know if the writing is necessary. I mean, it's like the crafting of the show, I think, but the like dialogue itself, I don't know. You know, I want Yellow Jackets to win, but I'm going to say, you know what? I'll stick with Yellow Jackets pilot. I know it's a shot in the dark, but why not? <laughs> why the hell not? Um, okay, Perfect. well, that's, that's everything. That's it. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how we do. Uh, usually we just talk the morning after and we're like, oh, yeah, I, nothing surprised me. This was absolutely exactly as I predicted. But now we have to really reckon with our own uh, potential failures as yes, on, will, as shared on air. You will hate it because you <laughs> usually hate the award shows. I'll be like, that was a fun time. Um, <laughs> who's who's so hosting? Keenan. Keenan oh. Thompson's hosting. Interesting. Which I huh. feel like will be a fine choice. Were you there when he came to our office? Or not yet? Um, no, but I was on multiple phone calls with him. Right. Yeah. What a character. Uh <laughs> I don't know how much I can say. Uh just kidding. There's nothing nefarious there. Um don't come for me. But yeah, no, I it'll be interesting to watch. I hope you have time for it on your on your TIFF journey. Um but at least we will always have this prediction episode. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch them at some point, even if I watch it when I get back, because I yeah. like board shows and they're fun. Um, okay. Well, have a lovely week away um, to yourself doing whatever you want while I'm gallivanting <laughs> the countryside. And then we'll be back and hopefully have some more like regular episodes yeah. for a bit before the yeah. holidays. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. There's some good stuff coming out. Yes, and our and our two hundred episode is coming Sneaking at some point up. down the yeah. line. We're getting there. We're getting closer and closer. <laughs> um, but okay, happy Labor Day weekend <laughs> again. Although it's a couple days ago, if you're listening to this, and yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. <laughs>